there's something that you said that was very triggering, um, you know, about like Japanese people, resilient, and also like the mindset around like how we had to be strong to kind of like build something out of nothing, like kind mm-hmm. of situation, right? Like what that puts us through. And I think something that I notice is like, you know, America or as much as like, you know, China, like they're all about like a massive production, right? Like a massive um massive production right um but japan is like we have the kaizen uh concept we have Mm -hmm. this like uh you know let's find something beautiful in small like efficiency like this is typically japanese way of thinking i think a lot of westerner also find a fascination in um and i never really thought about this from the angle that you were explaining actually maybe it has to do with gratitude like the way the people are wiring gratitude around that it's like we're so lean and we're so like like in japan i'm talking about japan in general you know like we have this like almost kind of like ability to find the beauty in small thing welcome to the gratitude podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have a Japanese author, a really bright, really smart person, and that's also um quite wise and i'm really happy to to have her here uh she authored the game of self-domination and uh she's a japanese startup owner at foreignconnect.org and uh today we're going to be uh discussing gratitude from um two different uh perspectives because she uh was also uh, studying in um, in the U.S., so I think it's it's going to be uh, quite an interesting conversation to um, to talk about um, gratitude uh, from the Japanese culture uh, and also um, as a comparison to to the um, to the American culture. So, mm. welcome Natsune Oki uh, to the Gratitude Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much, Georgian, for having me on your show today. I'm really excited. My pleasure, my pleasure. So let's know a little bit more about you, um, about your story. Yes, so as you introduced me, my name is Natsune Oki. I'm an author of the book called The Game of Self-Domination. I am also a show host at Life Up Education TV. I also have a business called Foreign Connect in Tokyo, which is a company. I call myself as a business agent slash country manager, like a virtual country manager. Companies can hire on demand. Uh, So any company who wants to break into Japanese market, I will basically coordinate the whole operation here in Japan without you being the present in Japan. And I do that vice versa for Japanese companies. So any company who wants to break into the foreign market, I would do the operation without you having to go to the other country. And basically, I'll just take care of all of that. 
so that's that's foreign connect uh, life up education tv is a show a media channel that i'm developing which its purpose is to talk about how can we how can we maximize advancement of humanity in our lifetime? Mm -hmm. Because I came to the conclusion that there's no purpose in life. And the purpose of life for me personally is to live it totally. And for me, what does that mean? Is to really use my life to encourage other people to achieve what they want to achieve in their life. Um, but that comes from my theory that I believe in, um, I studied economics. So there's a, this theory from the father of economics, Adam Smith, uh, called invisible hand. And basically mm -hmm. this, is, this is a theory to explain that the economy is at the optimal state when there's no government intervention in the operation. So free market is basically what he believed in this theory. And I, I applied the very same logic, very same theory into society as well, where I think each, every one of us individually should find something and we should strive in the way we decided to strive in life. And together as a humanity, we come to the greater output. So for me, the purpose of life, I define that I want to encourage other people to pursue whatever they want to pursue according to their term at the maximum level. And together, we can create the best um, possible outcome for the humanity, for the future generation. And I can go a little bit more deeper into it because I usually describe it as um, Life Up Education TV is a media that talks about how to create maximum contribution and advancement of humanity in the perspective of art and science. So there's more, more to that, <laughs> but I'm just going to stop here. Maybe we can get to it later because it's getting a little bit too long. But basically, these are the two major things that I'm doing. Beautiful, beautiful. I love this vision and I think it's, it's so powerful uh, when you think about it. It's... Um, it's actually many times we we talk about the the people that lead us and uh, usually the political leaders that we have in our countries. Mm. Um, but other than that, uh, mm. I believe what what you're doing and your vision with this is uh, is is from the bottom up. Is from um, the 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 masses of people that once they do things differently and they. Um, they they embrace this vision mm -hmm. um the the leaders matter less or uh should actually um be on the same wavelength as as the mm -hmm. uh the population in general so yeah i mm -hmm. think education is is very important and um yeah and i think another thing about me is because i i operate like entrepreneur like very many time. And this is something I talk about. I, I guess it's kind of connected to gratitude also, the topic of gratitude is that like entrepreneurship is not about being a top, right? Entrepreneurship is not about being a leader. Well, it is, but it's not about achieving something. Entrepreneurship is about loving the process, loving the process of failing, loving the process of losing, loving the process of like failing in front of people. Like that comes with entrepreneurship like oftentimes, right? Because you're the first one who initiates something. And when you love the game, when you love 
the entrepreneurship, not the trophy, not the, not the, um, you know, fantasy, I like ideology of like what the entrepreneur, well, lifestyle entrepreneur should be in a current society. Like these are the things uh, that excites me a lot. So, you know, as because you mentioned that this is a view of like bottom up rather than like, you know, top bottom. I get it because I operate like entrepreneur where I actually get excited when something is lacking. Like when we are in a position where we, are, we lack something, but we strive regardless of our lack is the best condition. Actually, I, I perform the best. And then also I get excited the most. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's something that uh, in, in my supposition can be rooted in, in your culture, like uh, in the Japanese culture, the fact that um, the, the Japanese people were able to, uh, to rebuild basically their country after um, the, the uh, World War is mm-hmm. something amazing. And uh, they were able to, um, to do this in the situation in which uh, the, the, um, the challenges were immense. Like they, mm-hmm. it was very, very hard and many of the resources were lacking um, mm. from my knowledge the fact that um uh, it's an an island that has some resources but mm. uh uh is reliant on uh importing other resources that are important it's it's something amazing and i think um we can all be inspired by uh the resilience of the the human spirit and also of the um the capacity to to see those resources that you do have and i think gratitude is is one way in mm-hmm. which we can do that uh, ourselves mm-hmm. in in our life mm-hmm. i completely agree yeah so um i think it's it's something really wonderful that can can inspire us all and um mm-hmm. i'm i'm really happy that that you're here uh, and that you can you. share a few a few of the of these um, ideas with us. I'm really mm-hmm. curious if you want to share a bit about how gratitude is seen in in Japan. In Japan, so actually, I have to give a little bit of thought. I mean, a little bit a minute to give it a thought uh, of sure, that right sure. now. And especially in, in comparison to the States, like what have you mm. seen um, as right. similarities or, or mm-hmm. differences from a cultural perspective? Right. So however I describe it, I think there's like very um, high chance that I would sort of like integrate my personal take of like how how I experience the world, uh, world right? Um, but there's something that you said that was very triggering, um, you know, about like Japanese people, resilient, and also like the mindset around like how we had to be strong to kind of like build something out of nothing, like kind Mm -hmm. of situation, right? Like what that puts us through. And I think something that I notice is like, you know, America or as much as like, you know, China, like they're all about like a massive production, right? Like a massive, um, massive production, right? Um, but Japan is like, we have the Kaizen 
concept we have mm-hmm. this like uh you know let's find something beautiful in small like efficiency like this is typically japanese way of thinking i think a lot of westerner also find a fascination in um and i never really thought about this from the angle that you were explaining actually maybe it has to do with gratitude like the way the people are wiring gratitude around that it's like we're so lean and we're so like like in japan i'm talking about japan in general you know like we have this like almost kind of like ability to find the beauty in small thing um and i really really until now like i didn't think of think about it that, that way so i'm kind of still having like a hard time like trying to wording them you know yeah yeah um but i think yeah it might be true i think um looking back like i have a lot of different kinds of friends but a lot of entrepreneur friends as well um in america also and particularly i think i have a lot of entrepreneur friends in in japan in america and particularly if i look back i kind of can see that how Japanese people operate versus like how American entrepreneurs operate in, in that function. Um, so, so I'll just give you one story. For example, I, I said America, but this guy is actually from somewhere else. It's actually from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And uh, his personality is very, very unique, super interesting guy, um, you know, super super sales guy like he's super good at making sales and everything like that but i think um his way of thinking in that sense is a lot more like americanized in a way that like um you know he's always like on the go like he's always like let's go let's go let's go right like let's make opportunity talk to more people like a massive production like that's the way he roll versus like my way is more like i i do have that at the same time, I also kind of like almost like slow him down in a sense that I tell him like, look, even if we lose, we, even even if we fail, like we're still winning because we 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 got to live the experience which we wanted to live, which we chose to live, and not everybody get to do that. We were so fortunate that we we were doing whatever we want to do in our own term, for example, right? Yeah. So I guess in a sense, I can say my way of thinking has slightly more to element of like, let's treat small thing with significance. Let's kind of stop and smell the lows, like, you know, in a cliche saying, and really like finding small thing as happy whereas his benchmark of success is always predicated on how much money he makes or how much material he has or something like how much he can achieve right and there's no Mm -hmm. right or wrong way here um but i guess in in gratitude like when, when we talk about gratitude i think my way typically has more opportunity to find gratitude even if we fail right so maybe that has to do with the culture difference. I didn't notice it until, until you said it. So I'm still ha- having a hard time to like wording them out. Um, this is my yeah. first time like getting it out as an idea. So I don't know if I could explain it well. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And um, mm. I'm really happy that 
this this triggers something in you and <laughs> you uh, you realize this because it's um it's usually uh we, we're usually doing some things that we are not aware that they are different from other people and for me that's that's why that's one of the reasons why i love traveling because it mm-hmm. helps me uh see other other cultures other ways of doing life other ways of being and mm-hmm. they they reflect uh, certain things and uh, certain aspects of myself and uh, for me that's that's very interesting to to experience and to to realize that I might be doing some uh, some good things or there might be things that I can improve in in the way I live or in the way I, I do things myself so yeah mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's uh, that's very powerful and um, once we are aware of these things, we can choose to um, to keep them more, to improve them more, uh, to appreciate them even more. So, mm-hmm. um, when when you went to the states, how how was it for you from uh, from a, a gratitude standpoint? Like, uh, did you feel that uh, people were more inclined to to be more appreciative towards you, mm-hmm. or? Um, I don't know. Did you see something something different from that point of view? Right. So I guess once again, st- stumbling upon the point we were making just now, I think it comes back to the same kind of perspective where, you know, it's only recently that I got to start thinking about like treating everything I meet in life with significance, right? Which is actually mm-hmm. becoming like a big thing of me right now in my life. And like it's like I said, like it's only recently. I and I think thinking back about the experience, everything I experienced in in uh, in America, I think that was the thinking that was lacking at that time. I think, uh, like I said, you know, it was a lot more capitalistic. I guess like things were more plastic. It felt like more plastic. Um, things felt more like less authentic, more money driven, more. Whereas, like in Japan, it, it's it's really funny you brought it up because it's only after I came back to Japan after like years of st- spending in America, um, I came back here, you know, started living here, and uh, recently, like really, I don't know what it was, but something really. I guess one kind of emotion really started growing inside of me. And also it's probably accumulation of different things. I've already started a company before this, um, before this, but I guess, um, you know, it's accumulation of like me trying to hustle me, like trying to live humble, me failing at businesses or me like, you know, really experiencing life. Um, gave me new perspective and gave me capacity to have empathy for different things. And, and I think, yeah, there's to some degree, it has to do with the fact that I, I'm doing all this new learning and growth in Japan that out of nowhere, one day I just thought, wow, like I need to treat everything I encounter in life with significance. And before, like, for example, if I meet someone and let's say I get irritated of someone, right? 
like there was no like a zero zero millimeter space for me to stop and think i i need to treat this person with significance this living with significance like the thought of that never came across in my mind uh when i was in america it was more maybe um it, it maybe has to do a little bit with that maturity too but in america it was almost like i had to i was in a mindset of scarcity a little bit more of like what's in it for me all the time you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think it was the culture around me all the time as well and i think over time i evolved and my another thing is like i don't like blaming usually right like including that that was me like it's not the culture it's not the america it's not nobody nobody made me to do it nobody hold a knife next to me and said you have to be not grateful otherwise you'll die right <laughs> like nobody <laughs> made me to do it it was me yeah. but i guess over time i i completely take my full ownership of who i was and what i've been through uh, i mean who i was uh in that sense um but i guess yeah it was only after i came back to japan i started kind of like being less and less scarcity and it it has to do with a mix of things like like i said but i think one of them being um that all that growth experience happens happening in japan um and it was like it was actually pretty beautiful switch like i never really thought of that until very decently yeah, does that answer your question yeah it does it does and i i think this this idea of um treating people and experiences with significance is um is a really beautiful uh, way of um actually looking for for gratitude mm-hmm. it's very interesting and honestly sometimes i even question myself like am i doing this so that i can be liked by someone you know like i mm-hmm. sometimes question myself because I don't want to do that to be liked by someone, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and my answer to that always comes like, well, it's like I have a macro empathy. Like I have a in macro my mission is like I just want even if you're mean to me and even if my opinion is different from yours or whatever, like even even if we have differences, like in the end of the day like i still want you to have a good life you know like i i still yeah. in a deathbed like in a day you're dying literally you're in your deathbed what do i like sincerely what do i really wish for you is i just want you to say wow like i i'm so blessed that i was born into my body you know like i i loved my life like and i think it's so important like even if i don't like you even if you're mean to me whatever like in the end and like in the end of the day like that's all i have for you like in macro yeah. and i think that's that's what treating everyone with significance and i think that that actually becomes a fuel sometimes for my not even sometimes i guess my whole life mission um i decided to predicate it around that so that's how i made the life of education tv beautiful beautiful and i also wanted to to ask you 
uh, about your book about the game of self-domination. I'm really mm -hmm. curious why you chose domination. Yeah, so I chose self-domination uh, because, well, first of all, I chose the game of self-domination. The game part is basically to say, uh, it's how I describe my life. Um, life in a sense that it's all on you. It like, you know, everything is your fault. Like you have to take responsibility, accountability for everything you do. So that's one message. And then the second message is, that's not to say that you have to blame yourself. The second thing is you have to operate with practicality. Like you're stupid, you're human, you're stupid. Like you're not supposed to be perfect. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, the amazing thing about life is you can start over anytime, however, how much ever you fuck up, you can get back up and you can start over again. So it's just like a game. Like even if you did the most horrible thing in the world or whatever, as long as you decide you're not going to give up on yourself, which comes with self-domination, you can start over again anytime until you succeed. And that's, that's the message that's integrated in the portion of the game. So you can start again and again. And then self-domination is a portion to describe everything is your fault. Like for the first step for you to be happy is to start taking responsibility for your own action. You can never blame on someone, including yourself. You can never blame anyone for taking whatever the decision. And in reality is blaming happens because you're emotional being. Blaming mm -hmm. would not happen if you're not emotional being. So there it comes logical thinking. There it comes pra practical thinking, right? And the self-domination really requires you to have discipline in a sense that you need to be willing. You are the one who, who is willing to get to work. You are the one who's willing to work on yourself, right? Like that's, that's your job. No, one, no one's going to help you. Like no one feels sorry for you, right? You feel sorry for yourself and no one else is. So it's your responsibility to get on your feet and keep trying. And I don't like no one or ideally, like I don't personally, I never judge anyone based on their status. I always judge on their attitude because that's what matters in the end of the day, I think. So that's, you know, part of the self-domination, right? The same safe self-domination game. And another part is basically... Um, it it has this element of uh, once again practical thinking and logical thinking, but that still comes from the willingness. I guess my biggest message with the portion of self domination is it's all on you. It's your willingness that helps you ultimately. Not money, not your perfect girlfriend, not your perfect wife, not your perfect husband. No one, not your cat. No one. It's you. You need to help yourself. So that's the message. Yeah, I think it's it's a really uh, strong message. It can be a little tough for for mm -hmm. some people, mm -hmm. and um, but it doesn't mean that it's it's not true and uh, that we 
have the responsibility and i love i love this this wording it's uh responsibility is actually the ability to respond if we mm. don't have that if we don't own that ability mm. uh we're giving it away basically and um and that's that's so true that uh it's up to us when we have the ability to respond mm-hmm. we can respond in uh, in a healthy way if mm-hmm. uh, if we if we don't have that it's much harder for us and um we we tend to drift away and mm. it's it's really interesting i i'm just making this connection that um there are two two states of of the brain um mm. and one is um reactive and one is responsive mm. when we react we mm. basically react on on based on our instincts like it's mm. it's something uh, more emotional uh, when we respond we are using the the um, uh higher level parts of our brain mm-hmm. that can can actually help us um use our logical thinking mm-hmm. um that the things that we've learned and the, our capacity to to control ourselves and to uh to choose uh, rationally what what mm-hmm. we want and uh it's it's really beautiful how uh basically by taking responsibility indeed we are um accessing that that part of our brain that can can actually help us um through different uh situations in in life mm-hmm. yeah and you summarize it perfectly because that's my whole point like i don't do well on the facts or i don't do well on perceived well impossible reality but i focus on production once again coming from the entrepreneurial background i always focus on production creation making progress and when you can focus on that in my opinion you gain the access to ultimate gratitude as well because you're not dwelling on what is what was impossible but instead you're always figuring out the solution So my big thing is like don't do well on the data don't do well on the facts or don't do well on the what seemed impossible what is impossible but focus on production focus on creating a story that serves you instead of you know complaining and whining screaming about your problem because nobody nobody cares basically So that's my whole that's my very big thing Yeah honestly i i believe that there are people that care and uh, that are willing to help um but at the end of the day it's up to us to own it and to to do something about it like there are people that can help us but they they can't fix it for us exactly my, that's that's my, my point i yeah. maybe i i could reword it slightly uh better way because i do care too for people who suffer like i I do hope that suffering ends. But in the end of the day like I believe in tough love a lot too because that's how I react, respond the better uh, the best. And in the end of the day like I believe that I'm not here to live people's challenges on their behalf because the way I describe ultimate happiness is I used 
I borrowed the quote from ancient Greek philosopher Aristotle's, where he says, happiness is a virtue activity of the soul. And basically, this is to say that your virtue are tested throughout your life. And only by overcoming your adversities and challenges, you become who you really are, who you really are meant to be. So instead of like going somewhere, instead of like externally finding the person that you are meant to be, but in this saying, it's like coming back to who you really are, who you are mm. really meant to be through experiencing the life, right? And exactly. according to that, basically, that's to say the challenges are there to make you stronger in the sense that who you uh, in in who you are, right? And then no one should take that opportunity from you. You should be you should be having every single challenges you you are having right now, in order for you to be stronger, in order for you to be who you mean to be. So. That's ultimate happiness in my definition. That's why I believe in like, I don't, I purposely don't want to help people. I mean, of course I would like listen to people and, you know, I would encourage them and stuff like that. And I want a good for them, but because I want a good for them, ultimately, I don't want to live their challenges on behalf because I don't think that's going to be their happiness later on. So, um, yeah, maybe you're right. Like it's, uh, for my thing is I do care, but in the end of the day, like blaming and, you know, bitching about your situation won't do any, anything. And if you have that time to dwell, like, like why don't you already start working on the problem and then fix it so that you can be a better person. Um, but yeah, that's just, just a side note. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think it's all about empowering people and uh, making them realize that they can spend their time instead of dwelling uh, on the problem, on, on the issue at hand. They can be doing something about it and they, they can be growing in that period. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I totally agree with that. And I think yeah. it's much, uh, much better for us to use the time that we have to... Yeah to create the most beautiful version of ourselves instead of just dwelling on, on the things that aren't right in our life. And that's why I believe gratitude is so important because it can help us see the resources that we have at hand that can help us mm -hmm. uh, um, create that beautiful version of ourselves mm -hmm. and also uh, grow. I, I think mm -hmm. it, it's a, a beautiful way in which we can uh, we can grow as well. So mm -hmm. um, since we're nearing the end of our time together, mm. let uh, oh, our audience so know. Yeah, it was, it was very <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, it was very fast. Um, I wanted to, to ask you, where can our audience find you? Where can they um, see your work? Yeah, so my name is, once again, it's Natsune Oki. I'm an author of The Game of Self-Domination. I'm also a host at Life Up Education TV. You can find me at lifeupeducationtv.com. You can also find me under Life Up Education TV for pretty much all social, including Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Beautiful. 
All right. So, and for the people that uh, might want to uh, do a startup in, in Japan? Yeah. So my company is called foreignconnect.org. So you can just search me at foreignconnect.org and you can just contact me there. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you very much for, for being here with us, for sharing your wisdom and for um, sharing the, the different um, the ideas, the different ideas that you've um, experimented in the two cultures. Yeah, thank you very much for having me today. My pleasure. If you know that you don't need to be rich to feel abundant and grateful, then this course is for you. There are so many courses out there teaching you to get rich and to get rich fast. In my experience, being able to maintain a state of gratitude and abundance is far more valuable than getting rich. So I want to invite you on this 7-week journey from lack to abundance because I would really love for you to experience more and more abundance in your life. The first step on this journey is to click the link in the description or go to georgianbenta.com abundance.